10, 10 9, 9, 9, 9, 8, 8, 8 7, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix 94.1. Good morning and welcome to the show. Thank you all so much for joining us on this Tuesday, March 22nd. It is. Uh, I, I looked at my weather app this morning at home and... Uh, then I watched the weather this morning and they were saying, okay, it's going to be a high of 72 or something today. My weather app said there was going to be a high of 90. So I was like, wait, there's oh. a big discrepancy here on, on my weather app versus the regular weather. Because I was like, a high of 90? That does not... I mean, I know it's definitely been nice, but what the... What, what is going on? Yeah, it says a high of 90 today. Oh. Oh. Okay, now I know why. I was looking at Anaheim, California. Ah, <laughs> uh, still set for your trip to Disneyland. Yeah, yeah, no, no, got changed cities up. Well, let's go back to uh, Las Vegas, and that's exactly why. Oh, high of 78. Okay, got it. It's fixed now. Oh, it's going to be 90 in Anaheim if you're headed that way today, just so you know. <laughs> it's going to be 90 here this weekend, so I thought maybe uh, you're looking at the five-day, looking no, at advance, jumping that, ahead a couple days. I was so confused. I'm like, 90? Dang, that seems very... Wow, it is going to be warm in Anaheim, though. That is very warm. It's a warm day at Disneyland for March. Wow. I'm really surprised. I, I couldn't figure that out. I guess I should have looked at what city I was looking at. Yeah, I still had it set from when we were in, what cities, in Disneyland. Is that one of the cities you had saved in your, in your weather settings? Yeah, I have I have many cities saved. I have same, same. Las Vegas, Littleton, Albuquerque, Coronado, New York, Los Angeles, Seattle, Chicago, Vail, Denver, Anaheim, Big Fork. Those are my cities. Why Seattle? Uh, cause we would, we went up there quite a bit for my daughter's volleyball. Oh, did you? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I always had, I, I kept Seattle in there, uh, for, for that. I have Las Vegas, Philadelphia, New Hope, Pennsylvania, Las Vegas again, Cody, Wyoming, Thermal, California, 29 Palms, California, Temecula, California, Del Mar, California, Jackson Hole, Wyoming, Wiley, Texas. And that's it. Yeah. Make sure you have your weather set on the correct city today. Lesson learned. Do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> that is funny. Yeah, 75 today, according to the weather app, or 74 today. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I ended up wearing a hoodie because I was like, oh, man, I could short sleeve it today. I'm like, yeah, Coming in shorts. I'm going to wear I'm gonna wear a hoodie just in case. But how are you doing this morning? I'm good. I slept through my alarm for six minutes this morning. It was set very, very low. And somehow my phone ended up, I don't lie in bed and look at my phone at night, but I did wake up last night around midnight or so just to double check that my alarm was set. I, me- I remember saying it was just double checking it. So I must have, when I double checked that it was set, put it down in bed because when I woke up this morning, it was very low volume and it was actually became part of my dream. I'm, I had this weird dream, whatever, but in my dream, I hear like my alarm clock going off. I'm like, why is my alarm going off? And then like I'm recognizing in my dream, like, wait a second, that's your alarm. Are you dreaming? And I woke up and the, the volume was so low on that thing. It was going off, but just a point where it was low enough where I could sleep through it for six minutes this morning what and oh yeah that's right you guys sleep in different rooms i'm like your wife didn't like because if my alarm's going off and i'm not doing anything my husband's like get up that's the upside of uh, sleeping with your spouse yeah laura and i start off and at one point throughout the night i transfer over i transferred early last night i think 11 o'clock or so last night i made the transfer and then yeah so the, the six minutes the thing was going off and i do have a backup alarm that'll go off i think it's set to go off at like three ten in the morning but still that's a long time i think to sleep through your alarm 
What was it? Do you have music going on? It's or? just it's the regular alarm chime, but my volume was on a lower setting, so it's just my mind must have heard it and just slept through it. It was low enough to wake me up six minutes in, but not loud enough to wake me up when it went off at three o'clock in the morning. Did that throw off your whole day then? No, I, I have time cues set, so my I need to be out of the shower by three twenty in the morning, and so I entered the shower at three fifteen this morning. So I just as long as I got I I caught up. I didn't have as much shower time in the morning. I got out in time in the shower, so I was able to make up for it this morning. With my shower, with a faster shower. Okay, so you're all you're all set. Oh, Tom, yeah, I'm not running behind or anything. It was just, I was just a weird thing to go six minutes sleeping through alarm. That just seems like a long time for yeah, me. Yeah, that's a that means you're tired. Yeah, something was going on this morning. <laughs> no. how, how was the start of your work? How are you doing over there? Doing well, doing well. Uh, yesterday was a not not too bad of a busy day. I had a couple things going on last night. We all sat and had dinner together, and um, I'm trying to think something happened last night. Oh, my daughter's going through some stuff at school. You know, like friend drama. And stuff, and I was just like trying to help her with that. You know, it's like oh, the the life of a a, a a teenage girl. You know, it's like oh gosh, I've been there. It's like I know exactly what she's going through, and I'm just like, uh, just don't get involved. Try not to get involved <laughs> in, in the drama. Stay out of it. And it's easier said than done. But it's just so hard to see your your kid going through stuff like that. You know, and you don't want to get involved. You stay out of it. But at the same time, you just it's so hard to see them going through it. So just kind of dealing with some stuff like that last night and then we watched um it was the se- the season uh finale of the gilded age which we really love that show i tried so hard to get myself through uh the whole episode but it was just it was funny because i i could feel myself falling asleep and my husband's like are you awake and i'm like i'm falling asleep he's like it's the music isn't it and i was like yes it's like they play that like string quartet like like a symphony music he's like yeah me too every time they play this music i start falling asleep i'm like oh we'll watch the rest of it tomorrow i cannot stay awake for this one there's a certain shows where it's just is it a show that you like falling asleep to yeah it's well, like soothing and it does put you to sleep so it's not like an anxiety show well yeah i mean i i'm not really bored by it uh-huh. it's just that's kind of music makes me relax and so i love the show and it was actually a, a kind of a, a a really intense part but they were playing that music i was like oh i'm so sleepy it's like <laughs> it's like hypnotizing me i was falling asleep but it was a yeah it's a really good show if you haven't watched it and uh it's just so weird for me because there's certain actors that you have them typecast for a certain role and miranda from sex in the city is in it and she plays a totally different role i mean this is a a show that's set way back in the day and it's just so weird for me to see miranda from sex in the city as you know this woman wearing like bonnets and stuff i'm like oh my gosh this is so weird but i love the show it is a really good one uh and just going back to your daughters i'm sorry they're going through that stuff and it's, it's, it, that has to be hard as a parent seeing your kid kind of go through whatever whatever they're dealing with i'm yeah. sure you just want to take on their pain or their drama and you have that you know that the wise bird's eye view but i'm sure it's a hard thing to you know get that message to them of like things gonna be okay but at the same time you're like oh want to go in there and rage on these I kids. I know. It's like, but, but I've been through it and it made me stronger. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, she's, she'll, she'll get stronger too, you know, just got to get through it. But yeah, it's uh, it, it's just one of those things where it's like, just bite your tongue and offer, <laughs> offer whatever advice you can. Be so. there for the ride. For exactly. All right. Well, let's get the show started. Time for the pre-show. You pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show this morning. Do you want to hear High Enough by Damn Yankees? Can you Slide by the Goo Goo Dolls. Slide, slide. 
in the morning by Gwen Stefani. All you got to do to get your vote in here is you can tweet us at Mercedes in the AM or you can vote on our Facebook page or you can text or call us at 702-364-9400. We're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. The Oscars are Sunday. First off, do you plan on watching any of the Oscars Sunday night? Uh, yeah, I'll check it out for sure. Yeah, bits and pieces of it. Uh, so Billie Eilish and Phineas, they will perform No Time to Die at the Oscars on Sunday. That song is up for Best Original Song. And over the past decade, two other Bond songs have won Oscars. Adele Skyfall from 2012 Skyfall and Sam Smith's Writing on the Wall. That was from 2015 Spectra, the James Bond movie. The uh, Billie Eilish Phineas song has won a couple other awards. It's kind of the favorite to win this Sunday. But check this out: Beyonce is in talks to perform to perform her song "Be Alive" from the movie King Richard, and she said to do it via satellite from the Compton Tennis Court where Venus and Serena Williams grew up practicing. And that's what the whole movie is based on her father and raising them to be these great tennis stars. And they're talking right now to go via satellite to have the, her out there doing her song out there on the tennis court. That was a great movie. If you haven't seen it, a good one? yeah. If you're looking for a good one to watch, that one. Every Everyone keeps telling me to watch Coda. Coda uh, is supposed to be really good. And I meant to watch it this weekend, but then we started watching the UNLV uh, Lady Rebels game and then uh, it was over. No Coda for us. What is, uh, who's, who's Coda and what is Coda about? Uh, from what I understand, Coda, I don't know who's in Coda, but mm-hmm. it's about a girl who um, her family is deaf and mm. so she works as the interpreter for them and then she gets into singing and th- so she has to decide which she wants to go with or something like that if anyone has seen it, it everyone keeps telling me like it is so so good that you you have to see it so i'm definitely going to watch it before sunday i want to see it before the oscars that i know the movie you're talking about yeah i remember seeing previews for that when it first came out it looked really good uh let's talk about the number one song in the country it's still glass animals in heat waves Sometimes I think about it song has now been number one for three weeks, and the song itself has spent 61 weeks on the charts. No other charts news. This one here from Imagine Dragons Enemy. It has cracked the top ten. This is the band's fifth top ten song, and it's first top ten since 2018. They're just killing it. Yeah. As usual. You just never know who you're going to run run into randomly when it comes to like a celebrity out and about. Have you seen these photos? There's a bride named Grace. She was taking pictures with her bridesmaids in downtown Pittsburgh on Saturday when Tom Hanks crashed the party. According to Grace, Tom came up behind them and said, Hey, my name is Tom Hanks. Can I take a photo with the bride? She said she couldn't help thinking, stop thinking about Toy Story when he spoke. Now, the wedding photographer said, We all lost it. The bridesmaids shuffled out of the limo. He posed for photos, congratulated everyone, and then just as fast as he popped in, he was gone. They said it was so sweet and so fun. But if you look at the photos, it was Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson as well. They were both there was a couple photobombing this, uh, this bride on Sunday. What's funny is that she should have been like, no, this is a private wedding. Please leave. You're not invited here. Do you have an invitation? Get out of here. I'm sorry. Your name is Tom who? Are you on the list? We don't. I'm sorry, sir. 
Who do you think you are? <laughs> coming in here all the time. Just pop it in your lap. Everyone's going to want my picture. Uh, uh, get out. You, you know how much we're paying an hour for this photographer? Yeah, we don't do that here. <laughs> get out of here. There's some other photo that, that popped up recently and it was like, uh, I was like, Matt Damon and someone else. It was like Matt Damon and Jerry Seinfeld, and the person like stopped to take the picture with like Matt Damon not realizing Jerry Seinfeld was there as well. Oh, that's so sad. And it's like uh, either like you step out of the way, we take the photo, so you see the photo of the guy and Matt Damon. I'm getting the celebrities confused, but like Jerry Seinfeld's just kind of standing in the background, like, oh, all right. Uh, do you want me to take this photo? <laughs> I'll get this photo for you guys. Uh, let's see, where are we time wise? Oh, one more story here. We all know that Ben Stiller he can do comedy, but what about horror? He's getting his chance. He's going to do this on the stage. He's going to play Jack Torrance in the theater production of The Shining. It's set to open next January in London. Now, that's the part played by Jack Nicholson in the 1980 movie. Uh, but I didn't know this. So Stephen King wrote the book, and th- he wasn't happy with the movie because they took a, they changed a lot of stuff from the original book of The Shining into the movie. And I was reading about it this morning. S- stuff kind of shocked me. First off, in-, in the book, Jack, the character Jack is called John. You know the scary twins? Remember the scary twins mm-hmm. in The Shining? They're not in the book. That line of all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. That's not in the book. They just added that to the movie. The the famous hedge maze that's outside the hotel made it up. That's not in the book. The whole here's Johnny scene. That's not in the book. They just added it to the movie. And then in the movie, spoiler alert, at the end, Jack freezes to death. In the book, he's blown up in a boiler room. Well, I I mean, it sounds like in most cases when you take a book and make it into a movie, you take out scenes. It sounds like they added things, and I like what they added. It was so very it famous. Sound like a bad thing. Uh, but whoever I'm blanking on um, who made the movie, but Stephen King was very upset with the fact that they just took these liberties to add all these things. Huh. So like, wait a second, that's that's not what was my book. You guys made it your own. But I guess it happens when you do that. The, translation from books to movies. Yeah. We will have more dirt coming up in the 7 o'clock hour right around 7.15. It's Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1592. And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and JC. Good morning and welcome to the show. It is Tuesday. It is March 22nd, 6 o'clock. We found out in the pre-show, it's going to be a nice day, but it's not going to be overly hot. It's going to be about 72 degrees today, not 90 degrees like it is going to be in Anaheim. But it is going to hit the the 90s by the weekend. Looking for a very, very nice weekend. The warm weather is coming. Mercedes said today, thinking today was going to be 90. I I really did. It happens. I I looked at my weather app. It said 90. I just wasn't looking at what city I was looking at. So uh, keep that in mind as you're getting ready for the day. I actually turned my seat warmer on this morning as I'm driving in, still thinking, wow, it's going to be 90 today? I'm freezing. <laughs> I, I, I turned the seat warmer on. I was just like, ooh, I'm shivering. What's going on here? The weather's so bizarre. It's so a little <laughs> chilly today. We're here, oh my God, 90 degrees. This is quite the transition today. That's I was, funny. I was, um, I was kind of uh, warm yesterday. I was uh, running around doing a couple of errands, and uh, I had a coat on. Not a coat, but I had just like a little jacket, and I was like, oh. At, at one point, I, was, I took it off. 
and I was just like, wow, it, it, it is getting kind of warm in the middle of the day. And then it gets, you know, in the afternoon, it starts getting a little chilly. It's it's that warm. It's a weird weather part of the year in Las Vegas where you need a jacket in the in the morning and at night. But in the middle of the day, it's really warm. It, it is. You know? Yes, I 100 percent agree because I had to notice the same thing last night where I got home last night. I did an at home workout and I went outside with my shorts, like in a T-shirt, started working out, got hot. So I took my shirt off and did my workout. And then we went for a run after my workout. And I'm running shirtless, just doing, which is doing my thing, finish my run. And then after dinner, when I'm taking jacks out later on at night, probably about 930 or so, I have a jacket on and like a winter hat to take them outside. Yeah, it's just like it's, it just <laughs> free. It gets cold all of a sudden. So, yeah. How, how was your night? So you did your workout. You, you went for a little run. Everything was good for you yesterday? Yeah, nice at-home workout. Did that last night. And then um, some friends recommended a show called Abbott Elementary. I've heard so many good things about it. It's supposed to be so funny. It's hysterical. We started watching that last night. It is is based. It's kind of like The Office, but based on um, an inner city school in Philadelphia. So some friends, it was actually some coworkers that were talking about it. And they're like, oh, it's really funny about The Office. Da, da, da. It was on ABC. Now it's on Hulu. And, and it's based in Philly. And another coworker is saying, like, you, you might like some of the, there's a lot of Philly references that you might enjoy. So we watched it last night. We did two episodes. And episode number two, they did a whole, like, rant on one of the most iconic news anchors in Philadelphia. His name is Jim Gardner. And they did a whole thing about him. And as soon as they did that, being from Philly and growing up watching Jim Gardner, we just fell in, the, fell in love with the show last night. It was hysterical. It's uh, looking for a good comedy. That's that's difficult. I find all these great dramas, but finding a, gr- a good comedy that like aligns with my sense of humor, that's a little more difficult. I think that's a that is a true gift to find the comedy that aligns with your sense of humor. I felt like it was a gift last night because we're the same. We're talking about the shows we've been watching and the real good shows. The dropout, good. There's drama to it. All these shows, yeah, all dramas. Suspenseful. What's the one? The uh, the Hornets, the uh, the girls who ate each other. What was that show we watched? <laughs> girls who ate each other. <laughs> they did. Yellow jackets. Yellow jackets. I mean, great show. Very <laughs> intense. So, so it was nice to put this on last night. Have something refreshing. You can kind of come in and out of the show. It's just, it's just a very funny show. And so it was nice to have that last night. And we finished episode number two. We're like, this is cool. We got we have like a fun show to come back to. This is nice. The last time I remember having a show like that was S Creek. Like I I just don't remember having something like that for a while. So, uh, yeah, maybe I'll jump on that one after I'm done with my 7 billion dramas. Say, add it to your list. Right add it to your queue. It's going to be a little while before I, I make it there. But How was your, how was your uh, Monday night? Everybody it was good really good. Yeah, really good. Good day yesterday. Um, I, and actually, I'm, I'm pretty excited because my week is kind of mellow. It, it Last week was complete insanity for me. I was about ready to have a nervous breakdown. Oh. Like Friday night, I was just like ready to lose. And this week, it's like just coasting through. I'm like, nice. I'm so happy. So, yeah, it's a very, very good week. I, I have a good attitude about it. Let's go back to last week because you came in and we, we could feel it. You had a lot going on last oh, week. I was it, just stressed. You were, and some of the, and it, you tell me off there, some of the stuff kept piling up. At what point did it just happen last night or what point or just maybe right now? What At what point did you start to see the light at the end of the tunnel of everything that was happening last week. Like, okay, now now I'm getting out of the weeds right now. Um, I think yesterday uh, afternoon around 2, I was like, okay, <laughs> whew, got through that. I'm good. I'm good for the rest of the week. I, I, I mean, I do still have stuff, but yeah. not craziness like I've, I've had for the last couple of weeks. So um, it, I just, I feel a lot better. I'm, I'm trying to keep things at bay, you know? I'm not trying to, like, freak out, and I apologize if I brought negative energy. Not at all. I was just, not at I was just all. totally... No. 
<laughs> I was trying not to overwhelm myself. <laughs> no, you didn't bring any negative energy. You're just telling us how you feel, oh. and it's something, something we all deal with. All, yeah. all those weeks and days. I, I, I. <laughs> I have a problem sometimes saying no. So I'm like, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. And then I'm like, oh, man, I said yes to way too many things. <laughs> and then you start saying no to the stuff you probably would want to do if you weren't saying yes to everything exactly. else. Exactly. <laughs> Let's talk about what's going on in the show today. Duran Duran will be at the Win uh, Labor Day weekend. We have your tickets. Those tickets in the 8 o'clock hour. Coming up in about 15 minutes with the early edition of Heads Up, Machine Gun Kelly, his mainstream sellout tour with special guests Avril Lavigne and Willow. Those tickets go on sale Friday. We have yours in about 15 minutes. And we also have What's Trending. What do you got for us? Uh, Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott say, Whoa, we take it back. A uh, new dating app for single parents and Cinnamon Toast Crunch finally comes out with a product that's more true to their name. We explain coming up next in What's Trending. It's 94.1. Mercedes in the morning. Those tickets for you to go see Machine Gun Kelly right after What's Trending. Mercedes in the morning's What's Trending on Mix 94.1. Kylie Jenner is trending this morning. So she and Travis Scott are changing their baby's name. Kylie made a post to her Instagram stories yesterday that said her, her new son will no longer be going by the name of Wolf. The post said... FYI, our son's name isn't Wolf anymore. We just really didn't feel like it was him. Just wanted to share because I keep seeing Wolf everywhere. She didn't announce her baby's new name or whether his middle name of Jacques is is also being changed. But she just, I, I guess they took some time with the name and just said, you know what? This is not fitting him. And, and they changed it. I'm wondering what they're going to change it to yeah. or what they did change it to. Yeah, good point. Maybe they already have it. Is, and is that a common thing? Parents have been in that situation. You have the name for your child. You get a couple weeks, months into it. Like, this this doesn't work. we got to make a change. Were you good with both your daughter's names? Were they growing into the personality as, as they as they get older with the names? We had name regret with Brooklyn after it happened. We, we were like, this does not fit her. Oh, my gosh. What do we do? And, I, I, well, I did. My husband was like, no, this is perfect for her. I'm like, no. Oh, my gosh. we got to change it. And I start freaking out. And I'm so glad. He he talked me out of it because it it just fits her perfectly. I I I don't know. I just started freaking out about it. I, I felt like maybe it was the wrong name, but he's like, "This is a perfect name for her. Why are you freaking out?" I'm, I I don't know what came over me, but it, I'm I'm so glad he talked me down. <laughs> <laughs> it is the perfect name for her. She fits like I don't know what the Brooklyn mold is, but yeah. when I think of a Brooklyn, I think of your daughter. Yeah, she fits it, that mold, it, and I feel like. Wolf would have fit him too if they would have given it time. But do you, is it the name that fits the person or is it the person that? turns into the name. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like it just, you just kind of become that person. Or is there someone out there that really, truly just is like, I just don't fit my name at all. And I never will. Is there anyone out there that really feels like they cannot relate to their name or you are just not at all your name what for Wolf? What a characteristic someone named Wolf. I think outgoing, charismatic, um, almost like alpha male is when I think of a name like Wolf. See, for me, I it's funny because now I I actually think kind of different. I I, I think quiet. I think um, a little like mellow. Like, hey, I'm Wolf. 
Like, I f- I picture like a Jason Momoa kind of guy. Like he's a wolf. <laughs> no, one, no one goes with Wolf Blitzer. Is he still on? Oh yeah, I forgot about Wolf Blitzer. Yeah, there's that guy too. So I don't know. We'll we'll keep you posted when they finally do the big name reveal on what the new name is. Mm-hmm. Also trending this morning is Stir S T I R. It's the new dating app for single parents. I can't believe they didn't have one of these, or if they did, I I hadn't heard of one. It's it's launched yesterday. It's the new online dating platform designed to meet the specific needs of single parents looking to date. Now, it actually allows users to outline the time constraints of their parental demands in their profiles, and then it kind of lets them compare schedules with potential matches. What a brilliant idea. The app also lets single parents match based on questions regarding personality, their values, even their parenting styles. I think it's great, too, with the schedules, too. My kids are in school these days a week. They have after-school activities. This is when I'm free. And you, as another single parent, would understand what they're going through. What if you don't have kids, but you want to date a single parent? Can you join the app? Well, I was thinking the same thing because I got a buddy of mine who loves dating single moms versus married moms. It's so funny when I said it. He's dating a single mom versus a married mom. But anyway, yeah, he because in his eyes, they're such so much more confident. They, they know what they want in life. They're done with drama because they have their kids. And he's like he just that's his thing he likes dating single moms and so but he he doesn't have any kids oh no what he does have kids himself so oh, so there us. you yeah. go. That, this kid's this older, perfect yeah. app for him. You get in, yeah. So yeah, I'm just surprised that this didn't come out earlier. This just seems like a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. So it's called Stir again. If you want to check it out, S T I R. And then finally, this morning, Cinnamon Toast Crunch is trending. I guess it was just a matter of time before the people at Cinnamon Toast Crunch realized the word toast was right there in their name because they just unveiled a new spreadable version of their. Their product. It's called Cinnamon Toast Crunch Creamy Cinnamon Spread. How good does this sound? It comes in a jar. It kind of looks like peanut butter, but it actually tastes like the cereal. You can get it at Kroger brand grocery stores like Smith's and it hits Amazon later this month. The press release says it's perfect on toast, fruit, or as a dessert topping, or they suggest keeping things simple and just Eating it with a spoon straight out of the jar. This sounds delicious. I mean, cinnamon toast crunch spreadable mm-hmm. version. Sign me up for this one. Sign me up for like 10 jars of this. This reminds <laughs> me of like the cookie butter that they sell at Trader Joe's. That sounds this, yeah. amazing. But you ever had that though? I, I used to make sandwiches out of that stuff and too much of it is going to upset your stomach. At it, least it did for me. It did it? Yeah, I, I was making like sandwiches with jelly. I was eating a lot of it when I first got my hands okay, on that Okay, like everything, it, you know, just <laughs> to make sure you make sure you don't like go crazy on it. Just a little ration of it and then you're good to go and that's what's trending. <laughs> it was delicious. It was, I could have, like you, you wanted 10 jars. I could have yes. stopped myself at the time. We want caller 20 right now at 702-364-9400. That's you. You get to play Heads Up and we got a great prize. We have a pair of tickets to see Machine Gun Kelly. Kelly.
It is the mainstream sellout tour over at the T-Mobile Arena on July 15th. Special guest, Avril Levine. Going to be joining him along with Willow. If you want to see this show, it's going to be a good one. We have your tickets right now. All you got to do is be caller 20. You get to pick your category. You get to pick your partner. And if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you are going to win. Caller 20 plays 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1. Okay, our contestant is on the line. It is Crystal. Hi, Crystal. Hi. Hey, you're caller 20. You ready to play Heads Up? I am, yes. Okay, we want to get you these tickets to go check out Machine Gun. Kelly, the tickets haven't even gone on sale yet. You can win them before you can buy them. Pick a category. Do you want to go with Spring Has Sprung, Bonjour, Strawberry Shortcake, or Chicken Wings? Um, what was the first one? Sorry, the phone was a little choppy. Oh, that's okay. Spring Has Sprung was the first category. Um... I'm going to go with Strawberry Shortcake. Okay. National California Strawberry Day was yesterday. So these are all foods that you would eat that have strawberries or that are strawberry flavored. Okay? Okay. Okay. Who do you want to pick as your partner? Hi. I'm going to go with you, Mercedes. Okay. All right. Here we go, Crystal. 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct. Those tickets to Machine Gun Kelly are yours. And you start now. You might dip strawberries in this hazelnut spread that... Nutella? Yes. Um, you might dip them in this white, fluffy stuff. Um Yes. Um, you might get one of these after you go to the doctor. They hand these out. They come on a stick. Lollipop. Yes. Suckers. Yes. Um, this is... um, it, It's melted cheese, and you put stuff on a stick, and then you... It, dip it in there um it's in a a pot and then you dip stuff yes um this is um at hot dog on a stick they make fresh squeezed the this lemonade yes um this is a a belgian one of these waffle yes oh my gosh crystal you just killed that category congratulations Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Who do you have with you? My 12-year-old daughter. Okay. Does she love Machine Gun Kelly? Yeah. She, I told her I'm scared to call and be on the radio, but she's like, do it. <laughs> well, now you guys are going to see the show. Win them before you can buy them tickets. Congratulations. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Thank you, Crystal. Thank you, Haley. And we'll have more tickets to go see Machine Gun Kelly. Uh, Kelly. We'll do these again tomorrow morning at the 8 o'clock hour, but today in the 8 o'clock hour. When you win heads up, you're going to get tickets to go see Duran Duran. It's Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. Mix 94.1. It is 640 Mercedes in the morning. We just got a text here. If you ever want to text the show, our number is 702-364-9400. It says in reference to the don't fit your name. My name is Nick. About 10 years ago, I stopped introducing myself as it instead became Drake. Fits me much better, in my opinion. People are still confused when I say Nick, though. So, so we were talking about Wolf. Uh, well, he's not Wolf anymore. Uh, Wolf Webster, which was uh, Travis Scott and Kylie Jenner's son. He was, when he was born, they named him Wolf. And then yesterday she posted on her Instagram story saying, We decided we are not going to call him Wolf because uh, that just doesn't fit him. And his 
name is not Wolf anymore. So they changed his name. We don't know what they changed his name to. But have you ever felt like your name didn't fit you? I it, It's... You know, I, I admit it. I had name regret initially with one of my daughters. I just felt like maybe this does not fit her. And I'm glad I didn't change it because it, it does fit her perfectly. But do you have you ever felt like your name didn't fit you? Not that it didn't fit me, but I, I didn't like it. And I and I love my name now. It's it's Jorge. The J stands for Jorge. I've, I've been going by initials since birth. But for me, when I was younger, it was the whole Jorge thing. And having to explain because I'd be in school and everyone called me JC. And then there'd be roll call. And they'd be like, Jorge Fernandez, who? Jorge and teachers couldn't say Jorge. They're like Georgie, Jorge. I'm like it's it's Jorge or George. But I go by JC, and it was just as a as a kid who lacked confidence at the time, it was a confusing thing to do. And at the time, there's like a, one year I wished I was called Steve. I'm like, man, I wish my Steve? name was Steve. And so my parents are like, Steve. I'm like, yes, Steve. It's you cool. look like a Steve. Do I look like a Steve? You do look like a Steve. Steve is like cool. You totally look like a Steve. Easy to say. Like, yeah, my name is. I don't want to give the explanation of the initials, the Jorge. Da, 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 I could just say, yeah, I'm Steve. Steve Fernandez. Steph, if you didn't know what JC's name was, what would you think his name was? I'm dying because I was thinking of like what if I first saw you guys, didn't know your name, I was gonna say Steven. <laughs> okay. I swear. Or or Michael. You look like a Steven or a Michael. Steven or Michael, yeah. yeah. Or a Kyle. Ooh, or I a Kyle. Like Kyle. The hair reminds me of a Kyle, JC. I mean Kyle. Steven. Steve. Steven. Steve. And maybe if I got in the business world, I changed to Steven. More professional. If you're like a complainer guy, you're Kyle. I don't want to be a Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Okay, if you didn't know Steph, if you didn't know her name was Steph, Stephanie, and you just saw her for the very first time, what do you think her name was? Hi, I'm Steve. You must be Josie. Josie? Josie. Yeah, Josie. Oh, no offense oh. to any Josies, but I don't feel like that fits me. Like, like Josie and the Pussycats. I love that movie. I love her. Yeah. But I don't know if I fit a Josie. It just doesn't feel like, hmm. I'm going to your Instagram because I can't look at you right now because you're you're in a different room. Yes. Um, and I'm just going to pretend like I'm scrolling through Instagram and I just oh, pop it open. And, oh, I love this picture of you. Oh, you're. Wow. You're so pretty, Steph. Oh. You're. Gosh, you're like a. <laughs> I, I need a good name. You're like a. You're like a Kendall. Ooh. I just looked at you and I, I don't know why. That just popped in my head. Kendall. I like Kendall. But you don't like Josie? No offense to Josie's, but... Hey, where are my Josie's at? Give me a call at 702-364-9400. Tell me the qualities you have with the name Josie, because I think you're... I do see Kendall. I can see Kendall. And if any Josie's are out there, do they think they fit a Josie? Do they feel like, this is... I am a Josie. I feel like I'm a Josie. Okay, JC, you're meeting Mercedes for the first time. What is she? Hold on, because people tell me I look like this, and I'm going to write it down just to see if we're on the same track. I I get this, that I look like this name all the time. Okay, I wrote it down. Go ahead. Okay, see you. The story. Hey, I'm sorry. Are you Maria? <laughs> Maria. <laughs> <laughs> Maria. I'm looking for Maria. You no, must be Maria. That's not what I wrote down. You're not Maria. No, I see. I'm I would, Maria. I would go with Maria. Okay. You look like Maria. A Maria. I have one. Okay. Um. Hello. Nice to meet you, Sarah. Sarah. Sarah? <laughs> 
And Sarah's a beautiful name, and I know very beautiful Sarah's. I just don't see Sarah. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Sarah's a beautiful name, and I know beautiful Sarah's. I don't see that in you. That's going to come out. You're, right. you you're not that's... beautiful, and I don't see that. I don't see many. The, the Latino, I, either you have the Latino look, Mercedes, you have that. Yeah, I can see that in you. I don't see many Sarah's like that, so I, that's why I don't see Sarah. I have a cousin named Sarah. She's Latina. Is she? Latina yeah. Sarah? Yeah. All the Sarah's I know are white and blonde hair. Oh, very beautiful Sarah. That's why I think of Mercedes as a Sarah. Um, some texts that are coming in. Uh, man, I, I love the backhanded compliments from Jason. Oh, my God. They um, came out the wrong way. Mercedes wrong way. looks like an Elizabeth that someone just texted. Steph looks like a Felicity or a Jocelyn. Um, this this text says, my name is Bonita, and I'm very Caucasian, redhead. Um, so do you feel like that one doesn't fit you? The name I get all the time is Michelle. People say I look like a Michelle. I'm like, I, I don't know what Michelle's supposed to look like, but I, I, I get that a lot. They're like, Are, is your name Michelle? I think I look, I think there's a Michelle in town that I look like, and people always ask me if I'm her for some reason. Do you think they go to that Michelle and be like, are you Mercedes from the radio? I don't know. And then there's a, there was another name, and I can't remember the name that I think I look exactly like her. They're like, uh, so this one says, I think Mercedes is a Victoria. <laughs> oh, I can kind of see that, Victoria. JC looks like a Kirk. Uh, hey, I'm Kirk. Uh, Strong name, Kirk. We, we know a Kirk. He's a good guy. <laughs> but notice Mercedes, you got Maria. You've got Michelle. You're M theme. Uh, the people are saying the M's for me, for sure. Yeah, it's funny. Melinda? Melinda? No, I haven't gotten Melinda before. What about a Melanie? Um... I mean, no. no. I mean, this happened only because of radio. Yeah, that happened way back in the day. Really? <laughs> there was another Melanie on the radio, and they're like, "Are you Melanie?" I'm like, "No, no. leave me alone. No, that's not me." All right, so that's we, funny. so Steph, which name are you going with then? Uh, Kendall. Is, yeah, let's go with Kendall. Should I go with Steve? Just Kendall Steven. Maria? U- ugly Sarah. <laughs> Aww. You know what I meant. <laughs> yeah, I do. When I, said, oh, I, I know what you meant. I know what you meant. He's right when I said Sarah. Yeah! Oh, no, no, the only Sarahs to... I know are pretty. That's not her. I was going down the line when I said Josie. So Steph was like, Josie's, and you want to defend Josie's that are out there. I just wanted to defend the Sarahs that I know. I was saying, there's no, you're very beautiful. Yes, you are beautiful as well, Mercedes. I just don't see you as a Sarah. Uh, then that's fair. That's fair. Uh, the hot three is up next. What do you got for us? All right. We are going to talk about uh, where did my hot three go? Now, now I'm all turned around. Okay, here we go. Um, oh, have you ever cried at work? No, but I'm about to. Uh, we're going to talk about crying in the workplace. Also, does your pet have a nickname? How many pet owners say yes? They, they actually give them their pets nicknames. And two kids really got their parents good when, when their parents Parents gave them a phone curfew. Wait until you hear what these kids did. It's all coming up next in the Hot 3. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by Attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. There may be no crying in baseball, but there is crying at the office. Men and women at all levels of management report crying on the job. 41% of women and 9% of men say they have cried at work during the previous year and that it made no difference in terms of their success. Now, it is important to note one reason women cry more is also due 
due to biology. Women have six times more prolactin, which is a hormone related to crying, than men. So there you go. It's I, all biology. Well, I did. We've all shed tears the thing on the show, too, which is the emotional stuff that's happened on the show here at the office and, um, you know, just dealing with stuff on the show. We've all shown our emotions here before. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how could you not? Yeah, right. So, um, yeah, moving on. <laughs> um, does your pet have a nickname on top of their actual name? And which one do you use more? A new poll of pet owners found 85% have given their pet at least one nickname. And almost two-thirds of those people now use their nickname most of the time. The survey didn't look at the most popular nicknames, but it did find out how we come up with nicknames for our pets. 36% of people prefer human names like Kevin or Jessica. Like, I don't know why that would be the nickname um, as opposed to the regular name, but there you go. 32% like traditional pet names um, and around 25% like to name their, their pets after foods. But have you ever gotten two pets at once and then named them together? Well, if that's the case, the top themes we go for are pop culture icons, fictional characters, and historical figures. But choose carefully because 60% of people admit they will judge you if they think your pet's name is dumb. You had Max first, and then Molly came along with the two M's a coincidence, or you wanted it to be that way when you uh, named them? I, it just it, we felt it flowed together. We uh-huh. didn't really like set out, like, it has to be an M name. We were like, Max and Molly, and I mean, they're the two, like two of the most common names for animals ever, so obviously we didn't put a whole lot of thought into it. We were just like, oh, Max and Molly, that sounds great. Good names for dogs. So, yeah, we, we kind of just rushed into naming them, but yeah. Well, I love the transition too. Then, So Max and Molly, what are the names transition? What were the nicknames that evolved from Max and Molly? Max and Momo. Yeah, Max just kind of stayed Max. Stay Max? I'd call him Maxie every every once in a while. And Max and, but Molly became Molly Momo. Momo. Momos. But yeah, that's why I, I love ta- hearing about Steph's dog Momo because it reminds me of my Molly Momo. Even though Momo is the actual name, not the nickname, right? Yes, and lately I change Momo's nickname all the time. Right now, he's my handsome prince. Oh, oh so the nickname's longer. Yes, because he's my handsome prince. Steph's got full titles for her dogs. He's so cute. I love it. Um, finally, this morning, it's amazing how devious kids can be when they want something, especially if it is tech-related. A couple in England recently found out their two sons were pulling a fast one to get more cell phone time. So their sons' names are Ben and Fabian. They're, they're stepbrothers. They're both 14, and their parents recently added a new rule. No phones after 9 p.m. Well, they didn't like the idea, obviously, so they came up with a plan to trick their parents by making fake cell phones that they could use as stand-ins. So they printed out two pictures of an iPhone. They cut the pictures out and they taped each one inside a cell phone case. They stuffed some paper in there to get the weight right and then they pretended that was their phone. They would hand them over at 9 o'clock and said they wouldn't use them anymore. And then they would run to their room to use their real phones. And believe it or not, it worked for a few hours. Their parents thought it was weird that they handed them over without an argument. But then later that night, the mom noticed a small piece of tape sticking out of one of the cases and realized what they did. She was so impressed. 
that she didn't even get mad. But now she double checks to make sure <laughs> that she is getting an actual phone and not a fake phone. But good for them for, for going through that effort, you know? It was like a, the modern day Ferris Bueller. Remember that movie Ferris Bueller's Day Off when he called out sick, the elaborate scheme of when his parents checked on his room. He had stuff making noises, voice recorders of himself, sounding like he was sick. These kids kind of going through all these same steps just to get away with something. Pretty smart of the guys. Yeah, I mean, they really they, they showed their creativity, that's for sure. <laughs> Coming up here still this morning, 8 o'clock hour, there's tickets for you to go see. Duran Duran. Mix 94.1. It is 7.05. Don't go anywhere. If you're waiting for those Duran Duran tickets, we'll have them to give away next hour. They're going to be in concert over at Wynn Las Vegas over Labor Day weekend. We'll be playing Heads Up for them coming up in the 8 o'clock hour. It is 7.05. And this sounds like one of those uh, cases of major regret big time regret yeah it's one of our co-workers over at channel 8 and i was thinking about you mercedes on this because this weekend here in town there's this sports memorabilia event taking place where it's it's not just the collectibles but they have some big name speakers like dana white peyton manning kind of talking about where the future of sports memorabilia and collecting is going because some of these things are investments some of the stuff that people buy like the tom brady football that turned out to be a bust but if that would to be tom brady's the football that he threw his final touchdown with that's an investment you can sell that years to come and make a lot of money off that. I know you guys have like a lot of really cool things that you've collected over the years. Well, I was talking to this guy about the event and everything, and uh, Ted Florendo, who does, new, uh, does weather over there at Channel 8, he told me a while ago that he had a Michael Jordan rookie card that he sold in college for beer money, and he sold it for 500 bucks. And so we finished the interview with this sports memorabilia expert, and I bring Ted over. I'm like, hey, Ted had this, this card, and, and he sold it in college. And the guy just has this like stunned face, like, what? He's like, you did? And Ted's like, yeah, it was, a, it was a Fleer was the one that I had. And the guy just pauses and looks at Ted and goes, that's the one. He's like, what do you mean? He's like, that's the one that's, that's selling for big money. He said, one just recently sold for 400 <laughs> Ted goes, $400? The guy goes, no, $400,000. Mm. He had one of those back in college, and he sold it for 500 bucks cards value and he said one sold like last year or years a couple years ago upwards to a million dollars that card is valued anywhere between four hundred thousand and one million dollars and you sold it in college for five hundred dollars well i mean five hundred dollars that sounds good to me especially in college that's a lot of money <laughs> that to me sounds great obviously now but i always feel like you know it's worth what someone will pay for is, is someone really going to pay four hundred thousand dollars for that i mean i know that's what they say like who's paying that though Who's paying that? And where are you selling? Because then afterwards, I felt like you could tell he was devastated by it. And when I was talking about it afterwards and kind of breaking it down, like, go back. I, like, you, I don't think you can blame yourself either. Because you go back to when this transaction took place in the 90s and stuff. I moved to Las Vegas in 1995. I didn't, like, I had all, all kinds of baseball cards, football cards, garbage bill cards, all this stuff that's worth money now. I didn't even think twice. Like, I'm not bringing that stuff with me. I don't need that stuff. Your mindset is, is different when you're in college. And your mindset is different back then. You don't think of the, the values of a card or something. And who's to say, too, okay, you have that card. And all of a sudden, it's on the market, and it starts selling for ten thousand dollars. Like, at what point would you have cashed in? Because I probably would have cashed in five, ten thousand dollars if I had that card. I'm not going to sit on it for all these years expecting to get to reach five hundred thousand dollar mark. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's like, what what is that that tipping point mm -hmm. where it's like, okay, finally, I'm ready to sell it, or do you just hold on to it forever? When do you, or do you let your kids sell it, or or you know what? It's like we do have a lot of memorabilia, and that's the that's the ongoing argument i have in my house with my husband it's like okay he's like this stuff's worth a lot of money i'm like to who to who he's like well we can sell it i'm like okay when 
when do we sell it? Like, who do we sell it to? Do we have a garage sale and say, like, hey, <laughs> come by? Like, where do we sell it? Like, who's buying it? Well, we put it on eBay. Are you, are you are you starting the account or am I starting the account? Like, there's so many questions I have. Who's buying all this stuff? I think with some of your high-end stuff, it's like you have one of Derek Jeter's shoes. Is his left shoe or right shoe? I don't know which one, but we have one of his shoes, yeah. One of Derek Jeter's shoes that he wore in a game, game worn. There's still dirt on it. I think you go to like one of these sports memorabilia events or call someone who runs it, I don't know, to try to sell it. But yeah, what point is, if it's valued at $5,000 right now, do you sit on it and wait for Derek Jeter to be inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame? Uh, what's the next move? Is it already in the Hall of Fame? Like, What's the next move? At what point does it reach its peak and you sell that shoe? Uh, that's the thing. Okay, you make it sound so it calls someone. or Okay, what's the number? Where, who do I call? 1-800-SPORTS- <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that's what I, these are the questions I have with my husband. And then he gets mad at me for asking questions. He's like, "Well, we can just sell it." Okay, where, where, who's the person I sell? Like, I'll, I'll do it. Just tell me who I call. Like, what's the number? Who do we, well, it's not that easy. Well, if it's not that easy, then why are we hanging on to it? You know? If, I think you would start. You go to like a store, sports memorabilia store. Bring that. Then you have to get it. Uh, or what's that antiques roadshow? Is that still a thing? Okay, where are they filming? Tell me where they're filming. Like, I just, just, I, I don't just go there. Pawn stars, Everett Harrison, uh, this shoe, you know. Oh no, they, they, they do not cut deals. I watch way too many episodes of Pawn Stars, and they do not cut deals. That's, they're all in it for themselves, as they should be. But um, I'm not making a deal with Rick from Pawn Stars. He's not going to cut me a deal. I love it how the people come in so high. Yeah, this shoe in my mind is valued at twenty thousand dollars. Ah, no, going to give me ten bucks for it, and I'm not here. For that, that's not happening. Yeah, he's like, the best I can do is ten. No, nope. okay. and then the guys, the guys, like, ah, can you do twenty? Nope. Okay, deal. Not happening. <laughs> we'll save on it. It's gonna be worth money, big money one of these days, and you can cash in somehow. Okay, to who? To, give me know. the number. I'll give me the number. Who, who do I call? I'll do my homework. I'll do my homework. We've got the dirt coming up here in about ten minutes, and we got new details on Ed Sheeran's latest project. Those details are coming up. That's Gail on Mix 84.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. We never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Last week, Ed Sheeran hinted that he was releasing a Curveball album soon. And it sounds like this could be it. Ed took to social media to reveal that he's releasing a project with reggaeton artist Jay Balvin. So it's kind of cool how they met. They met at the gym last year. Ed recognized his voice when he was on the phone, so he just went up and said, Hi, I'm Ed Sheeran. And they started chatting up. And then they went to lunch that same day, and then they went and had tea after that, and then they became friends, and that led to them spending a day in the studio together this past Christmas. And he says, we're going to hear the first song, the first two songs coming out here soon, and they're going to be huge, he says. That's a different sound for him. I'm, I'm excited to hear it. Have you heard any rumblings of this with your um, um, in your side of things? On my side of things? It's assistant music director. Oh, uh, no. Mercedes I, uh, now deals with music in the radio station. I'm not sure if like, has, a, has a label mentioned anything to you? No, we haven't had any uh, talk on that. Uh, definitely not, but um, I'm excited to hear it for sure. Now, the Oscars are Sunday. Billie Eilish and Phineas, they're going to perform No Time to Die at the show. The song is up for Best Original Song, and there's a lot of momentum behind this one. This is kind of like the favorite to win it on Sunday. Now, over the past two decades, two other Bond songs have won Oscars. Adele's Skyfall. That's from 2012. And then Writing on the Wall from uh, Sam Smith back in 2015. And this should be cool. It looks like Beyonce is in talks to perform Be Alive from the movie King Richard. And she's going to do it via satellite from the Compton Tennis Court where Venus and Serena Williams grew up practicing. 
That's uh, and yeah, that's a big part of the story, uh, their story in, in the movie too. If you if you've seen it, um, just where they you know grow up and kind of the stuff they have to endure on that tennis court and stuff. So it's it's a really good movie. You should check it out if you haven't seen it. It's so good. And then Will Smith is the dad in the movie. Yeah, he's he's King Richard, and uh, what he does to get those girls where they need to be in in their tennis careers, and it's just it's really inspiring. So- Selling Sunset. Are you still watching? Who's the girl that we had on from Selling Sunset? We had Mary on the show. Yeah, and, and I'm not still watching it because I'm all caught up. Oh, but okay. Yeah, de- I've definitely seen all the seasons of it. She was really sweet when we had her on the show beginning of the year. If you want to listen to it, it's up on our website mix941.fm. But there's some drama happening on Selling Sunset. Jason Oppenheim just missed being a victim of crime last week. The Selling Sunset star says he's going to have to up security measures at the West Hollywood office after a man was held at gunpoint in the parking lot on Friday. Jason says in just the last couple of weeks, they've dealt with an attempted armed robbery of Christine Quinn at her house and now an armed robbery in their parking lot. The suspect made off with a luxury watch from the victim. And Jason says he saw the tail end of the holdup as the suspect drove away from the incident. Oh, my gosh. That's terrifying. And she, she was talking about, too, when she was on the show, that once the show was on, net, is it Netflix? It's on? Yeah. Yeah, once it was on Netflix, people knew where they worked and started coming down to the office and they became huge stars. Oh, I mean, it's right there. And, and you can see people. People like lurking outside of it just to catch a glimpse of them. I'll be honest, if I was in the area, I would probably do the same thing to see if any of them were in the office. Have you ever visited a reality show set? We're talking about like Pawn Stars. I've been to Pawn Stars a couple times, uh, like just on my own, wanted to check it out because I'm a fan of the show. Do you remember it was on E, gosh, maybe 20 years ago? Jonathan, he was a hairstylist. Mm, no. He, he had a salon in West Beverly Hills, and um, it just followed like the journey in the salon. His name was, I forget the guy's last name. His sister was involved in the Pussycat Dolls. Uh, Jonathan Anton, I think it was his name. And he was launching his own hair product line. And, I, and Laura and I were really into that show to the point where we were in California for a, a vacation. We drove by the salon. We were too like scared to get out and walk in, but we saw him standing outside. Like, look, he's there. He's actually at the salon that he works at. Oh, no. I, I, I don't know that show. I I, we went to the local motion um, from Real World Hawaii that they worked at. We were very excited about that. It was after the season was over, uh-huh. but we're like, this is the one that they worked at. Wow. It's so cool. It's not there anymore, but it was really cool at the time. It's a trip when you go to these places yeah. and you see them. Heat Waves by Glass Animals is still the number one song in the country. Sometimes I think about it's Late nights in the middle of June. Three weeks at number one for the song. The song has spent 61 weeks here on the charts. The record to beat is is Blinding Lights from the weekend. 90 weeks. It's kind of a stretch, but up there in second place to take down is this song right here. 68 weeks. You know, I'm thinking Heat Waves is going to pass this one for sure. Yeah, it should. The way it's going, it's just, it's amazing that surge it had. It just kind of died out and then it just came back. It's crazy. And it's one of those songs that started at number 100 in the charts. Debuted at number 100 when it hit the charts and climbed its way all the way to the top. It's cool to see that stuff happen. Coming up next hour, we've got your tickets to go see Duran Duran. They'll be at the win. We've got your tickets when you win. Heads up, which happens right around 825. Now back to Mercedes in the morning. The first thing I turn on when I wake up. The best on Mix 94.1. I was at Albertsons yesterday and someone came up to me and it made me feel so good because I get made fun of something a lot. 
And uh, I think I've been made fun of it on this show, as a matter of fact. Um, and someone made uh, someone made a comment to me yesterday to let me know I was not alone. That I was not alone on it. This this woman came up to me and her her name. I don't know if she wants me to say her name. Her name was Melissa. She says. Mercedes and I looked at her she goes I'm a listener of your show and I just have to tell you I too like toothpaste flavored ice cream and I looked at her and I started laughing I'm like oh my gosh you listen and she goes yes and I heard I heard wait like she said I think it was like two years ago people were making fun of you because you like mint chocolate chip ice cream and I like mint chocolate chip ice cream too and I heard someone say that it was toothpaste flavored ice cream and I laughed and ever since then I can't get that out of my head and I said yes like it's so funny I I am a fan of mint chocolate chip flavored Flavored ice cream, but someone was like, "How can you like ice cream that tastes like toothpaste?" I, I just like it. It's one of those things. Do you have something that you like that people make fun of you for liking, and you don't care? It's like you like it. I like it. So what? But she goes, "I'm with you. I that's my favorite ice cream." And she even pointed to her cart, and she had like a little pint of it in there. I, I was like, "Oh, good for you. Nice." And it was a brand I had never tried before. I'm like, "Is that one good?" And she's like, "So good. You got to try it." Um, I didn't get any, but I just, it made me feel good to know I was not alone out there. What is the thing that you like that people make fun of you for liking? 702-364-9400. For me, it's the fact that I like mint chocolate chip ice cream. But I'm not alone. Melissa also likes it. So there's the two of us together. You can make fun of us all you want. We'll fight you. We still like our toothpaste flavored ice cream. You got each other's backs. Before I get to mine, I remember that. You got heat over that. People are like, like, how could you? Who likes that? You're the only person who likes that flavor of ice cream. I'm sorry. I like it. It's refreshing. I like it. And you get a little bit of chocolate, not too much. It's so good. Someone calls up. Yeah. Well, you like eating toothpaste? (laughs) No. (laughs) That's okay. It's okay. More for me. More for me and Melissa, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the two of you. I'm, I'm happy for you too. Uh, uh, pro wrestling. That's the one. People are just, I mean, if you know me, you know I like professional wrestling. WWF, WWE, AEW. I love all of it. But sometimes when people, f- they find out that I, they watch pro wrestling, they're like, you watch that stuff? You used to watch it. Like, no, no, I still I still watch the product. Like, oh, wow. They're just kind of shocked that, that I'm into professional wrestling. Sometimes they go to heat over the whole thing. I th- yeah, and I think for like when I hear people give you heat about it, and I give you heat about it too, I think it's mostly because you're like an adult. Yes, <laughs> and that sounds like a kid thing, you know. It's oh, like yeah. okay, like what? When are you gonna outgrow that phase? But hey, there's nothing wrong with being a kid at heart, right? Oh yeah, and the, my thing is too. Like as far as like the current product, I'm not up to date on the current product. I, like I'm not watching the Monday Night Raw every single week. I kind of hear about what's happening from afar, but every single Saturday morning. I've been doing it since the pandemic. I watch 80s wrestling in real time. I'm in 19, 1987 is where I am right now. So wake up, start my breakfast, and turn on the WWE Network and put on whatever the Saturday date is, March whatever, 1987, and whatever wrestling was happening back then. That's playing. Now, I'm not sitting there watching it start to finish. It's just in the background. I'll sit there and catch something here and there. So I'm literally watching 80s wrestling every single Saturday morning. What is the thing that you love that you get made fun of for? And you, maybe you care, maybe you don't care. But people make fun of you for it. 702-364-9400. Let's talk to one of our junior listeners. Leah. Hi, Leah. Hi. Hey, what is it for you? Um, Since I'm left-handed and people mock me for it sometimes, like even the teachers mock me. What? What do they say? 
They're like, hey, lefty, you still using that left hand, left pencil or something? I think it's so cool. Like, I think left hand people are the smartest people. I always associate that with being super intelligent. We are. <laughs> Did someone just say we are? <laughs> that was my mom. That was my mom. You, you are. You're a step above everyone. Don't let any. They're just. They're mocking you because they're jealous. Okay, mm-hmm. Leah. Don't even. Don't even listen to that nonsense. Okay. Okay. And also, try mint chocolate chip ice cream. It's really, really good. <laughs> well, rest, watching wrestling on a Saturday morning. I got a message from Mercedes from my mom, by the way. Mint chocolate chip ice cream is my absolute favorite. Oh, so you got three in your fan club. Thank you, Mrs. Fernandez. Three. That makes me feel so much better. Uh, Jen says, I watch Christmas movies all year long and love it. My husband laughs at me. Uh, this one says, Disney stuff from Kay. I get told that's for kids all the time. I'm almost 30. This one says, I'm 38, and I have been ma- I get made fun of for liking cookie crisp cereal. Well, that's good cereal. This one says, I like K-pop, and people make fun of me for it, so I stick to my guns. I just don't care what they say. Oh, I'm with you. I'm wearing a BTS uh, hoodie today, so don't even... I, I'm with you on that one. I'll, 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 fight, I'll fight anyone on that. You got a whole army behind you on that one. Yeah, we've got the you army. You got an army behind you on that one. And and I got to say, the uh, mint chocolate chip army is coming out, too. A lot of you are coming to, uh, to, to, to my defense on this one. I'm very excited about that. It takes one person to stand up for the cause <laughs> to be the voice for the rest of the people to step forward oh. and raise their voices with you, Mercedes. That <laughs> makes me feel so much better. I didn't know you guys were out there. Now, coming up next hour, we have Try It Tuesday. We have that going on. Also, there's tickets for you to see Duran Duran right around 825. Then up next is the Hot 3. What do you have for us? Now, a lot of people have always felt like this was a mental health disorder, but now it's official. Long-lasting grief. It is, it is now classified as a mental health disorder. We're going to talk a little bit about that this morning. Also, what does your coworker do that drives you nuts? And a kid told on his mom during a DUI arrest. What did he say? Well, we'll tell you coming up next in the Hot 3. That's one of the new ones from the Chainsmokers. That song is called Hi. This is Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch 94.1. The Hot 3, it's brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less speed. Grief that just won't end is now officially a mental health disorder. The latest edition of the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Health Disorders, known as the DSM-5, includes prolonged grief disorder as a new diagnosis. Now, the book, by the way, is considered uh, the Bible of psychiatry. So the American Psychological Association notes that the diagnosis comes at a time when many Americans continue to struggle with ongoing disasters causing death and suffering, like things like COVID-19. Prolonged grief disorder is characterized by feelings of grief that make even the modest demands of everyday life overwhelming. So in order to fall under this diagnosis, your grief has to last at least least a year for years some have argued that people wearing black for the rest of their life quote unquote wearing black needed some sort of treatment um and now it's officially listed as a mental health disorder that it's not just kind of like a phase and that you're just down in the dumps like this is this is 
an actual thing. Long-lasting grief is officially a mental health disorder now. That's nice that they finally, it's not just, yes, it's a thing. There's actually officially something forward because some people, they grieve for shorter times than others. Who's to say it's the right or wrong amount of time to grieve over whatever loss you're suffering? Yeah, that's the thing when people tell you, like, oh, you know, you need to move on. Like, who are you to say when someone needs to move Mm -hmm. on from something and how long it should take? What's the right amount of time for someone uh, to grieve? You you just, you can't tell them. They're, They're ready when they're ready and maybe they'll never be ready yeah like this is saying which is which is so interesting yeah also this morning there are benefits to going back to the office probably but reuniting with some of your co-workers may or may not be one of them but there's um there's some talk online about people saying what the things are that their co-workers do that drive them nuts and here's some of the highlights see if you agree and think about this what what do your co-workers do that drive you absolutely crazy some of the top things according to the survey include when they schedule a meeting and then at the meeting they ask what the meeting should be about like why are we even having this meeting if we don't know what we're meeting about um sipping beverages loudly are some of the things that your coworkers do that drive you nuts using speaker phone for personal calls asking questions while in a neighboring stall in the bathroom and strange eating habits um, also on the list. Some of the other things include pushing their MLM side hustle on you, taking their shoes off at work, singing, being passive aggressive and talking nonstop about their pets. Those are the things that that people say their coworkers do that drive them crazy. Is there one on that list that stands out or do you want to add one to the list? Um, I mean, I think, yeah, the sipping beverages or like gulping when people gulp when they drink. That's that's really annoying. What about you? Smelly food. And I'm a victim. I mean, I'm a, I do it as well. I, I eat my barbecue chicken every day around 930. And I know because I used to be in that studio, the odors come through and you're, you're getting a whiff of that. My complaint is is uh, and I, I spoke to Heather about it, but she she'll get food here at night or other people do it, too, and have food here in the studio. And then they don't t- throw it out in the kitchen. They throw it out here in the trash can in the studio, which is cool. But we don't have the uh, they don't the office is not clean. The studio is not cleaned every night. So there's nights where whatever they had for dinner this morning I came in it was in and out. So you walk into the studio, the studio door shut. The studio just reeks of in and out. So so that's my complaint is smelly food or food sitting in the studio all night long. Yeah, that makes everything smell. Steph, what is it for you? Oh, she's going. She's out on her try Tuesday mission. Oh, she's that's right. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's when people go to me and I'm not there to speak. <laughs> that's what it is for her. Steph. <laughs> well, I'm getting stuff for Try Tuesday. <laughs> um, finally, this morning, when you were a kid, did you ever get your parents uh, in trouble because you were too truthful? Well, this kid got his mom in trouble in a very serious situation. A 49-year-old teacher in Florida named Kristen Wiley was pulled over on suspicion of drunk driving late Saturday night after she almost crashed into a police car. Now, the cop asked if she had been drinking, and she said no. But her nine-year-old son in the backseat piped up and said, Mom, you can't lie to the police. You did drink. She then admitted to having two cocktails. She later took a breathalyzer and her blood alcohol content was nearly three times the legal limit. She was not only putting the kid in danger, but he was scared. The police say he was not wearing a seatbelt and was in the backseat, curled up and crying. Kristen was charged with misdemeanor DUI, felony child abuse, and resisting arrest. Completely different situation. This is pretty extreme. But then, then again, on, on a lesser scale, have your daughters ever got you in trouble with their with their honesty around someone? Uh, 
no, they haven't. They're pretty good. They they usually they have my back. I remember I got my well, I didn't get my dad in trouble, but he got mad at me because I opened my mouth. We were at um, Red Robin. Uh, I remember. I think I told this on the air before. We were having dinner. The waiter comes with a check. My dad pulls out some money. He puts it in there, and the waiter says, "Would you like change?" And I just always wanted to use the phrase "keep the change." And so, <laughs> like I have a movie. Yeah, I just thought it would be cool. So I go, "Keep the change." And the server looks at me and his eyes got all wide and he started smiling. And my dad looks at me and is like, Ugh. and then my the, the waiter looks at my dad, like looking for confirmation. And my dad's like, it, like at that point, he couldn't say, no, don't keep the change. Bring me back the change. And he's like, that's fine. And then he looked at me and he's like, do you know how big of a tip you just said? To, like, I don't even remember what it was, but it must have been really big. So he got so mad at me for saying keep the change. <laughs> I still don't know what it was, but it must have been really, really big. But you felt so cool and confident saying oh, it. Right? Yeah, man. keep the change, man. I felt so cool. I was like, keep the change. <laughs> we have an 8 o'clock hour. We have Try Tuesday coming up at 8.15. And then right after that, there's tickets for you to go see Duran Duran right around 8.25. It's 8 o'clock. Coming up in just a few minutes, Try It Tuesday. This week, we explore a trend that is going around on TikTok that has uh, users taking two items and combining them, which the two items sounds absolutely disgusting. I'm not going to lie. This is not something I'm looking forward to. We're going to see how it works out coming up in just a few minutes. Michael Buble, so he came out with a three-part Apple Music series. It's called Higher Radio. He released it um, earlier this week. He said that'd be yesterday. And over the course of the show, he's going to break down his 24 favorite vocal performances by other people. And I got a copy of the 24 vocal performance performances that Michael Buble says are the best. And so I, wa- I want to run through. I'm not going to do all 24, but I, I pulled like about 10 or so of them. I'm going to run through... Based on Michael Wilblay's pick of these songs, I want to give them to you, Mercedes, and, and everyone listening, and you tell me which one of these songs you think is the best, and maybe we'll come up with the best vocal performance song of all time. The, 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 just like in general, just a best ever performed, or, or like what what is this based off of? Michael Wilblay's own personal opinion. Just uh, the best performances ever. Vocal performances. Okay. Vocal performances. He's uh, He's got his residency starting up here in April over at Resorts World. I'm excited for that one. So he has on the list this song here from Annie Lennox great song nice voice do you think this is better than pink and Nate Roos just give me a reason take the pink Nate Roos uh, one. I I think they're both great, but I really like this one better. Personally. Yes, I mean, it's personal it's all, preference. Yeah, right? Is this vocal performance better than Aerosmith, Steven Tyler, What It Takes? I mean... 
Uh, so we're essentially just ranking like what song we like better or like the vocals. vocals. I it's, mean, this is tough. Vocal performance is what Michael Blay is doing. He's saying these are the best vocal performances. Yeah, they're great songs. I'm sure they're great videos, great live. But he's talking about the vocals of these songs. I, I guess I would have to go with Steven Tyler on that. I mean, his his vocals on this are kind of insane if you think about it. So what it takes, do you think that is better than Ed Sheeran and Perfect? Maybe I'm dancing in the dark with you between my arms. I still have to go with Steven Tyler. Keep uh, Steven on top? That. Yeah. Well, do you think Steven Tyler is better than the Righteous Brothers and you've lost that love and feeling? Steven Tyler. Steven Tyler went up the charts here. I, I just, yeah, I feel like, did you hear that part where he's like, ah, like that part? Oh, like, what it whoa, takes. That, that's like, <laughs> that's going to be hard to beat. He hits notes in that song. I know. That's, again, if we're going song to song, that's different than vocal to vocal. So I feel like Steven Tyler is going to beat any vocals, but I, I don't know what else you have here. Moving up the list. Again, just vocal performances. Steven Tyler versus Phil Collins and Against All Odds. But I'm going to stick with Steven Tyler on this. Steven moving up here. Steven better than Bruno Mars. I should have bought you flowers and held your hand. Should have gave you all my hours when I had the chance. He hit some pretty good notes. I'm going to stick with Steven Tyler. Keep it with Steven. Watch, just listen. Here we go. Right here. Hit this note ever in your wildest dreams. No, I could never do that. Like, that's pretty impressive. Steven or Eminem? Oh, okay, Eminem. <laughs> now, now, here's my argument why. We're not talking notes here, but we're talking flow. Now, what's more important in a song, notes or flow? This is where it's all preference. Plus, yeah, I'm going to get grief for it, but I'm going to go Eminem. Sorry. The vocal cadence, that's not easy to hit. This cadence he has going on here. Yeah, it's just... There's a lot going on here, and I I have respect. Steph, what do you think? Steven Tyler or Eminem on that one? 
It's, it's tough because you're going you're going like vocal range on one side and you're going with flow on another. That's and then a little bit of personal preference kind of sneaks in there also. <laughs> I see where you're coming from, Mercedes, with the Eminem and the cadence that you brought up, JC. But I still think that it's Steven Tyler. You do okay. Then you know what? Then I'm going to stay with Steven just because you're kind of pushing me that way. I I, I I'm trying not to let my biases take over. Okay, <laughs> yeah. so you're thank you for being my common sense. All right, I'll stick I'll, I'll stick with Steven Tyler. We're getting into some heavy hitters. Now, how about Elvis Presley and It's Now or Never? I say Stephen on that song specifically destroys Elvis on this song specifically. Joe Cocker? Now, normally I would just dismiss this, but... From what I remember of this song, doesn't he hit some pretty decent notes on this? Mm-hmm. What do I do? Yeah, hmm. Not like the biggest like Joe Cocker fan, but I, you know what? I'm going to stick with Steven Tyler. Stay with Tyler. <laughs> Two more to go against Steven Tyler. Against Freddie Mercury and Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh. He has officially been dethroned. Freddie Mercury. All day. I mean, how can you not? This song talking about range too, where he goes. Yes. He gets those high notes, the energy that kicks in here. Last so one. low and then so high and then back down. Like, yeah, that's. Someone just texted the text line and said the only people to beat Steven Tyler would be Whitney or Celine. You don't think Freddie? I mean, I really, I, I, I have to go Freddie on that one for sure. So you take Freddie into the last one here. Freddie or Mariah Carey and Vision of Love. I had a vision of love and it was all that you've to me. I had a vision of love and it was all that you've given me. I think it all depended on song choice. I think Mariah would have won if you would have picked a different song. I think if you would have picked Emotions, she would have had my vote. On Vision of... Well, wait, hold on. And again, this is, Ma- hear this. this is Michael Buble picking these songs. Wait, here it is. Now, I'm going to say Freddie. Stay with Freddie? Yeah, I say Freddie wins. That was a nice run. So, so in your rankings out of the songs, you know, Aerosmith third, Mariah, then Freddie? Yeah, I would yeah. go Freddie, Mariah, uh, Steven on that. But respect to all of them. I mean, that's just... That's that's a very respectable list of reformers there. Good, good choices, Michael Buble. I would put you on that list too, my friend.
And that's half the list. Right, i got to see if you put himself on the list. An artist number 24 is myself. I, I think I'm a great vocal performer. <laughs> I doubt. I, he seems kind of a, like a humble guy. Humble I don't dude. think he would. <laughs> now, coming up this hour, you know, there's tickets for you to go see Duran Duran. We have about 15, 20 minutes here. But up next is Tuesday. So we got Try It Tuesday. And this is a one of those TikTok trends that people are saying. It sounds like a disgusting thing. But everyone who's trying it says... It's amazing. What are we talking about? What is this TikTok concoction? We're going to try it. Coming up next, it's Mix 94.1. It's Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. We have those tickets for you to go see Duran Duran coming up in less than 10 minutes. It is Try It Tuesday. Don't mind us. We are just getting some stuff going on here behind the scenes. I just asked Steph a question. I was like, hey, uh, thank you. <laughs> uh, I needed something for Try It Tuesday. If you oh, want to see Try It Tuesday, you can jump online. We are streaming on our Facebook page right now. We are doing something for Try It Tuesday that is a TikTok trend. Try It Tuesday is all about the trends. Sometimes it's a product. Sometimes it's a trend. Sometimes it's um, just something weird that we heard of. Uh, so today it is the... Espresso and orange juice concoction that we've seen all over TikTok. Have you guys heard about this? Have you seen this? I haven't heard about it until you brought it up, Mercedes. He brought it to us off the art last week or a couple weeks ago. And it's, I'm, I'm really intrigued by this whole thing. It's, um, it's going viral and people are taking a shot of espresso and they're mixing it with orange juice. And I had just asked Steph, I'm like, Steph, th- this is a lot of orange juice and we have an itty bitty shot. I just feel like we're not going to taste it. So I asked for another cup yeah. so we could maybe pour out some of the orange and I looked at the video that you sent me, Mercedes. I don't know if you rewatched it, but she does put a whole glass of orange juice. She does. Yeah. But did she have like a double shot of espresso? That's the thing. I don't know if she did a double shot or one shot because I'm watching her make it and I only ordered one shot. So okay. that might be kind of where we're standing. Okay. Well, we here's the thing. We can always... Um, add more orange juice if we need to, yeah. right? So I'm going to take some of this orange juice and dump it out. Um, I'm going to leave my glass like, I don't know. Let's see the lines on your cup, where you're where you're at. Oh, that's a good idea. That's, let's go to the first line. The very first line. Okay. Do you guys see where that first line yep. is? Let's go to there and add our shot. Um, orange juice and espresso. It's all over. Like this? Yeah, that's okay. where I have mine. Um, and then we went to Starbucks this morning and we got ourselves a single shot of espresso. So you're supposed to dump this in and it's supposed to be life changing. I don't know who discovered this and why, but it it sounds, oh, it just looks disgusting. <laughs> look at that. Ugh. That does not even look appealing. Swirl it around. Mix it up. I, I'm going to get my straw that Steph got me. What, what's the point of this? To give you a little vitamin C and, and caffeine at the same time? You're doing orange juice for breakfast and need that caffeine punch? I love caffeine. Any, I do caffeine chews now. Uh-uh. I'm excited to try this. Look at Mercedes' cup right now. Look at that. I think I might add more orange juice just looking at yours, <laughs> not going to lie. I'm thinking about doing less, like a 50-50 mix of, of taking the orange juice and putting it in the espresso glass. Uh, well, that's that's what we've got so far. Um, did you guys mix yours up? Not, Not yet. yet. <laughs> I'm just looking. <laughs> You're just all waiting on me here. Um, do you want me to try you it first? You go first, because maybe, maybe we needed to dilute things. So you go first and okay. see what we have to do for the next person. Oh, let's see. We'll give it a shot. Espresso and orange juice. 
Oh my gosh. You guys, it's good. No way. It's really good. I'm not even joking. It's really good. It looks like chocolate milk. It does look like chocolate milk. Now, yeah, if you mix it. It's delicious. I'm not even joking. It is so good. This is so good. And I think that balance that we had to that line. Perfect. Why is this good? This should be disgusting. It is so good. Do you, do you just based off the taste alone? Do you feel like it can be paired with food or is it good by itself? It's just good by itself. Like I would drink this. It's 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 not okay. I don't love orange juice normally. It's just too much. It's just too sweet. The espresso shot takes the bite off of the orange juice and the orange juice kind of takes the bite off of the espresso shot. It just balances. You guys, it's good. What? I can't believe I'm saying this. I fully expected to hate this. It's really good. It's really good. Okay. Interesting. I love this. She went for a second gulp. Fired up on espresso too. She's ready to go. I'm gonna finish this. This is really good. You guys have to try it. Okay, go ahead, Steph. Okay, I'm putting the espresso in. I know it looks gross. Don't let that fool you. Swirling it around. Why is this good? Should I try the straw or just melt the cup? Just, just melt the cup. Okay. I, I would be really shocked if you didn't like it, Steph. It's really good. All right, I'm going in. (laughs) <laughs> oh <laughs> okay um yeah it's it's not bad it's good isn't it let me try again though because i i feel a little mixed review still <laughs> yeah it's not that bad it's 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 not maybe not my go-to but it's still i would drink it i know right it's what? Why is it good? I'm kind of confused because I want to taste. I could taste both. Actually, I could taste both the orange juice and the espresso shot, which is kind of tripping me out that it goes well together. I know. That's the thing. It's so confusing. Why is this not terrible? JC, are you going to do the same amount we're going to do? I'm going to try. I'm going to do, do a smaller amount. Okay. So I guess I'm a 50-50 mix. Hmm. Oh, you're doing yours in the espresso cup. Yeah. Okay. Doing a little swirly. Mm-hmm. JC's got to be different. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't... Uh... Now I'm going to go back into the regular orange juice and <laughs> yeah. get more orange juice. Okay. Because that was too... It was too espresso yeah, Too espresso Too strong. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh-uh. No. Try... You got to have that right mix. <laughs> that Try... was the perfect amount, Mercedes. Good job on the... On the mixture. On the mixture. Mm-hmm. Now, JC's trying it with the uh, same amount that we had. Yeah, you definitely need more orange juice. Don't do a 50-50 mix. 50-50 mix is rough. That was not yeah, good? Not good. This is a little bit smoother when you do the full mix. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Not bad, right? Mm-hmm. JC's going in for drink number two. It's not bad at all. It's smooth. Why is this good? It's real smooth. I can't explain it. Oh, actually, you know what? I take it back. I don't like the taste. You don't like it? It has a vomit aftertaste to it. Really? I don't like it. Did uh-uh. you have it fully to that line? Yeah. You did? I okay. Did, I did my, my mini dilute, which I didn't like, and I poured the dilute into the full. So I'm, I'm doing your full mixture right now. And I, get, I, have a, I literally have a vomit aftertaste. Uh-oh. 
Well, Do you have an aftertaste at all? No. Mm-mm. I didn't have an aftertaste. Not at all. Did you drink your uh, C4 energy drink recently? Mm. No? Huh. It's smooth. I like it. I like it. It's good. It's a big spot. But that's not good if you have a There's vomit the aftertaste. aftertaste. There's the aftertaste I get. The that's, bite aftertaste. That's interesting. And I like espresso have... in my other drinks. Yeah. I'm all down for it. I like orange juice. But for some reason, there's this bite of an aftertaste that doesn't taste well. Well, what's interesting is that it's not as horrible as we all thought it would be. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the thing. I was fully expecting to just, like go crazy and be like Bleh! but it's it's not bad we're getting some text here monet says when we went to italy locals over um over there would order espresso and oj all the time they have a machine that ma- makes fresh oj too um so that's that's not an uncommon drink apparently people like it we just don't really think about drinking it here um orange juice and espresso. Stephanie says, ugh, I don't like orange juice or coffee. Yeah, probably not the drink for you. <laughs> um, Jan says, JC always wants more caffeine. <laughs> I said it has a little vomiting after this. I just finished the whole thing. So you it's not that much. I downed the whole thing. I didn't even finish it. But yeah, there you go. So it works. The, the viral OJ espresso uh, drink. We tried it. I give it a thumbs up. Ooh. What do you give it? I give it a thumbs up, too. That, that weird aftertaste, it took me a second to get used to it. But here's the thing. Would you order it again? Would you go to Starbucks and say, can I have a shot of espresso and an orange juice and mix it yourself? Or ask for OJ with a shot of espresso. Would I, you order it? I would probably not order it, but it was good. I would do it as a party like a party trick. Like, hey, you guys want to try this? Yeah, like, yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. It's a cool invention. I don't know if I would order it again, but I would give it a thumbs up. Not as bad as I thought it would be. Thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs yeah, up. Yeah, thumbs up. But n- only for party tricks. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And we're going to be flying through the rest of the show. <laughs> I know, really. She'll have our espresso and OJ. The sugar from the orange juice and the caffeine from the espresso shot. <laughs> Vitamin C, we are good to go. That was a fun one. Thanks for getting that stuff, you guys. That was, that was, that was, that was smooth. Uh, right now, though, we want caller 20 at 702-364-9400. You're caller 20. You're playing heads up for a great prize. We have a pair of tickets to see Duran Duran. future past show over at Win Las Vegas. It's happening over Labor Day weekend, and if you want to go, all you got to do is be caller 20 right now. You get to pick your category, you get to pick your partner, and if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you are going. Caller 20, you get to play 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1. All right, let's get our Contesting Claudia, you are caller 20. You ready to play heads up? Yes, yes, yes. All right. We want to get you these tickets to see Duran Duran. Pick a category. Do you want to go with classic cocktails, walk-in closet, Harry Potter, or Popeye the Sailor Man? Walk in closet, it is. Okay. National Clean Out Your Closet Week is this week. These are all things you would find in your closet, okay? Okay. All right. Who do you want to pick as your partner? I'm going to pick you. Okay. All right, Claudia, you got 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct. You're going to go see Duran Duran. You start now. This is what you put your clothes on when you put them. Anger. Yes. This is what you would wear on your head, a baseball or a, 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 a yes. Um, this is where you might fold your clothes and put them on these. Um, 
Like you might sure? no, like uh, they, they're the um. You might have like removable ones of these in, in baskets. No, you know what? I'm gonna pass on that one. You put this around your waist. There's different notches. Yes, um, you might wear one of these like a wedding one or a sun a gown. Uh, a dress. Yes, a dress. Um, for Halloween you buy one of these. Uh, it's your Halloween one. Yes. Um, you put these on your feet. Yes, you got it. Congratulations. (laughs) (laughs) Nice job going to see Duran Duran. Oh, my God. Thank you, Claudia. We appreciate you. Love the fact that you're listening, and you're all set with those tickets to go see Duran Duran. They'll be at the win Labor Day weekend, and if you want your tickets to see Duran Duran, we'll have them again tomorrow morning with the early edition of Heads Up, which happens right around 625. Here is Dua Lipa. It's Mix 94.1. Mix 94.1. That's the latest from Imagine Dragons called Enemy. It is 845. I I have a question. If you got invited to an event and it's the same day as um, a day that's like a big event in your life, would you still go? And here's here's a here's my question. OK, I got invited to a birthday party and it's the birthday party is the same day as my actual birthday. Do I go knowing that this is someone else's birthday and it's on my birthday? And I feel like I should not go because I don't want I don't want to take anything away. Not that it would take anything away, but I don't want any focus to be like, oh, and it's also her birthday. You know <laughs> oh, what I mean? You know what I mean? I do. Is it Machine Gun Kelly's birthday party? Because you guys yes, are the same birthday. Yes, it is. <laughs> no, so I got this invite, and I know I, I this is a, a friend of mine, and we've always joked that we have the same birthday. She's a couple of years older than me, so she she put, sent out this invitation, and I got it, and I was like, oh man, it's it's literally on the same day as my birthday party, and I was telling my husband i'm like hey we got invited to to so-and-so's birthday and he's like oh that sounds like fun and i'm like well it's it's literally on my birthday he's like oh well i already have plans um to take you out on your birthday and i was like oh okay well should we stop by her birthday party and he's like well do you want to and i'm like well i do because i i love her and she's a friend but at the same time i don't want it to be like oh happy birthday and then everyone's gonna be like oh but it's also your birthday and then it's like taking away from her birthday party you know what i mean completely know what you mean what would you do in this situation 702-364-9400 is her birthday so mercedes birthday is april 22nd is her birthday like april 18th and she's celebrating the 22nd or it's actually the same day as yours it's the same day so yeah you guys have talked about this before in the past your friends and she invited you. She, she would expect there's going to be some kind of thunder taken and shared responsibility in the celebrations because you guys know it's the same birthday. So if you show up, I think she should be understanding that the spotlight will shift from her for a little bit over to you while you're at the party. But I just don't feel right about that. I So I, I feel like I should RSVP as a no and it, just because my husband does did make plans uh-huh. and then say like, but let's get together and celebrate together another time. Like, because I, I will be getting her a gift and I do want to sell. You know what I mean? I just I don't feel 
I don't know. No, they're friends. She's your friend. Do you have the circle of friends that will be there that night? Are you familiar with A lot with of them? our mutual friends are going to her party because she already put out the thing. But And here's the thing. it's My husband already planned a thing for well. me. And so I also don't want to, like, I don't want to insult by not going. But my husband's like, well, I already kind of planned something for you. So then if I don't go, is that insulting? But my husband already planned something. You know what I mean? And you got a Friday birthday this year, so yeah. you can go out and big on your birthday and have some fun. Now, put yourself and take yourself out of your, your role in this and put yourself in the role of one of the party goers. I'm at the party celebrating Susie's birthday on April 22nd. I'm very friendly with you. You come strutting in. I'm going to, me as the party goer, I'm going to split the attention as well. Like, hey, Mercedes is here. It's her birthday as well. Hey, Mercedes. Now, all of a sudden, Susie is really the spotlight. It's not going to be on Susie. Yeah. It's going to be on you when I, you walk well, in. Well, that would be that would be mean of the person to put the spotlight on. I'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> but you're drinking, having a good time. They, they're friends. They love you. They know it's your birthday. They see you on your birthday. They're going to. I think the natural reaction is going to be, Mercedes is here. It's her birthday, too. It's a Double birthday celebration, and, and and it's not because she's the one having the big party, and so that was the that was the whole thing. But my husband, I could tell he was kind of like, well, I wanted to do something for you, and I, you know what I mean. Yeah. I didn't want to hurt his feelings, so I didn't know like what I should do in that situation. Uh, Liz actually has a comment. Hi, Liz. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Um, I think you should totally go. Your friend invited you knowing that you guys have the same birthday. Um, but do the things with your husband first because, you know, that takes precedence. But then if it works, stop by. And I don't think you're taking anything away from her. You guys are both adults and no one should have their feelings hurt. That's a, that's a good point. I forgot that. We are both adults. Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> <laughs> I forget that sometimes. <laughs> no, I think that's actually a good idea. Like, let, let me and my husband and I think he wanted to invite some of our friends and go do our thing oh but then that's another thing i can't show up with my friends to her thing i can't invite my party to her party oh what you but so but does matt one have matt wants to go out to dinner with you and some of your friends are they the same friends that would be at her party no. so can you pull from her party i'm like i'm sorry Susie, i can't go to your party because i got invited to mercedes birthday dinner instead the same night no because like our mutual friends uh -huh. they've already they're already going to her party i already i already saw the list and they're already rsvp'd yes which is fine like she but mine i'm not having a big party i was just going to go out to dinner yeah. with a couple of friends or i and so it was it, it's just so funny because we made a joke about it she's like Oh man, we have the same birthday. Isn't that cool? And then I go, yeah, it's cool till it's not cool. <laughs> but I, yeah, I, I'll probably stop by afterwards. I'll just tell my friends, hey, wait outside until we're done. <laughs> <laughs> it's swinging there. We're we're a costume. They're all in the they're all in the parking lot waiting for me. Like I'm just gonna run in really quick and say hi. Are you so, getting her a gift? Of course, yeah, absolutely. We expect her to have you for you a gift for you. No. No. But it's your birthday as well, and you guys are friends. I know, but I, I don't expect her to do that. Or she could always take a gift off of her birthday table. Here, take this one. <laughs> you open it up, a Boston Red Sox hat. Ah, I know you like wearing no. hats that you don't like. Someone said, if you were my friend and I invited you to my birthday party, regardless of it being on your birthday or not, I would think it was selfish if you at least didn't stop by it unless you were completely unable to. Even if it's on my birthday, I have to go? <laughs> Sorry, but if my husband's having a party for me, I'm not gonna not go. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm your, not gonna go. It's your day to celebrate you, you I, as well. I'm, I, I am gonna be a little selfish on that one and be like, well, if it's my party, I'm not gonna... Sorry, guys, I'm not having a party. I gotta go to her party instead. This is like, this is like BTS and the Backstreet Boys. They're gonna both be in town the same night. 
Like, where do you go? Which, like, if you're a mutual friend, which concert do you pick? Do you go to BTS and celebrate, uh, go to BTS Day, or do you go to Backstreet Boys? Man, that's a dilemma. No, you just go to BTS. <laughs> and you're the BTS. Because I've already seen Backstreet Boys. <laughs> <laughs> that's why. <laughs> we will keep us posted. We got a month. We got exactly one month to get this thing sorted oh, out. I we know. got the hot threes coming up next. What do you have for All us? All right. We are going to talk about uh, what led workers to miss 200 or to what led what led um, 232 work million workers miss work um, in the last year. We're going to talk about that coming up. Also, what is the secret to happiness? It's a lot sim- more simple than you may think. And a woman got a random guy's name tattooed on her a decade ago. And now she says she wants to find him. Where she got the tattoo and how she plans to find him. That's all coming up after Taylor Swift. It's Mix 94.1. Taylor Swift, it's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less speed. Problem drinking led to more than 232 million missed work days a year in the United States before the pandemic. And the situation likely became worse with more people working at home. That's according to a new study. They say that alcohol use disorder is a major problem in the U.S. and a big problem in many workplaces where it contributes to a significant number of workdays missed. Um, People with severe alcohol use disorder reported missing 32 days of work each year because of illness, injury, or just simply skipping work compared with almost 18 days for those with mild alcohol use disorder and about 13 days for those without the disorder. Alcohol use disorder was more common among men, younger people, white people, and Hispanics, and those also with lower incomes. 232 million missed work days because of it. That's a lot of people staying at home. <sighs> it's a ton of people. When you mentioned that in the tease, I thought it was to say because of COVID. Oh, no. No. Alcohol. Wow, booze. But, and and uh, I wonder, I remember like when we first started staying home, I'm like, oh, I'm going to have a glass of wine tonight and stuff. That got old real fast, <laughs> like a real fast. I was just like, uh, it, and I was thinking about that the other day. Like we went to Disneyland for the food and wine festival, literally had zero glasses of wine, zero glasses of wine. I, I, it just wasn't even appealing to me. I had one beer the whole time we were there. That was the whole thing I had just because I was like, I, you know, I'd, I'd rather I'd rather eat something for, for the calories. I'd rather have something, a treat than drink it. Than drink the wine? Yeah. I, it was just, I, I don't know. It just wasn't really appealing to me. I don't know what, what was wrong with me. No, there's nothing wrong with you. I think it's just to me, it's just a change or a transition. Yeah. I don't know. Cause I'm the same way. I'll, I'll do, uh, I'll, I'll drink on the weekend. I have a couple glasses of wine or whatever at dinner on Friday night. And then Saturday night, same thing, a couple, cocktails or glasses of wine, one of the two with dinner on Saturday night. But you go back to years ago, I remember having my Sauvignon Blanc, my Savi B on a weeknight. Just a couple of glasses of wine and feel good on a on a Monday or Tuesday night and wake up with no issue the next morning. Or our boss and I, Jayla, we used to go do cigars like every Tuesday. And that would be a couple 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 cocktails. And a cigar on a Tuesday afternoon at like 4.30. I could imagine. I'd be wrecked the next day. I couldn't do that now. 
Yeah, I think it, for me now, drinking is just more of a social thing. Mm. I, I, at home, I don't do it. Um, if I go out with a, with a friend, then we'll have a glass of wine. But that is literally time because my husband, he doesn't drink. So I don't want to drink by myself. So I never drink at home anymore. When we go out, like when we were at Disneyland, even then I was like, well, I guess I'll have a beer with this hot dog. That sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> that was like, yeah, that was it. You don't do like my Saturday night. I'll put some snacks out for Laura and I. We have some snacks and then I'll have a little cocktail or something. We talk about the weekend and mm, next thing you know, it's two drinks later. I'm like, all right, I'm ready to go to bed. No, it's so funny. I actually fake drink now. You know, I do this this happy hour call with my mom and my two aunts uh-huh. every Friday and I used to like have a drink, but it's just like, it's gotten to the point where I don't want to open a bottle of wine because I'd like, I'll never drink the whole thing. So I fake drink and what I do is I get a glass and I get a ginger ale <laughs> And I pour it in the glass and they're like, what are you drinking? And I'm like, oh, it's a hard seltzer. I put it in a glass. It's just a ginger ale. <laughs> they're like, nice. Which one? I'm like, as a truly. Hey. And so I just I just don't have the energy to do That's it. Great. It's so funny. Also this morning, what is the biggest single thing that will make you happy? It's not wealth. It's not fame. It's not beauty. It's not power. According to psychologists, what makes people the happiest is how others, particularly those close closest to you, friends, family, colleagues, treat you. When people close to you are nice to you, you just can't help but feel happy. When they mistreat you or avoid you, you are bound to be unhappy. Psychologists say it is really that simple. The wealth, the fame, the beauty, the power, even sex. It just, it's not going to lead to happiness. It is how the people that are closest to you treat you. So what is the saying? Treat treat those how you would like to be treated? Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, It's really that simple. And it's it's a great uh, study showing how you receive your happiness, but also a reminder to be nice to people around you because that goes so far. Yeah. It makes them so happy. And, it, and you might underestimate how, how far it actually mm-hmm. goes, but it does. Finally, this morning, have you ever done something dumb while you were drunk, but the story was worth it? Well, a 32-year-old woman in England named Kaylee Williams is trying to track down a random guy named Daniel Ford. Ten years after she got his name tattooed on her butt. Now, they never dated. They didn't even hook up. Back in 2012, she was on vacation with her friends in Majorca, just off the coast of Spain. They had been drinking. They met a group of guys at a tattoo shop. They were all dressed up as babies. Um, And one of the guys there was named Daniel Ford. And he dared her to get his name tattooed on her butt. He offered to pay for the tattoo, so she went for it. And that's the last time she ever saw him. She was even dating someone back then, and when she showed her boyfriend the tattoo, he actually thought it was funny. Now, it's not clear if she's single now or if Daniel is. She just knows he lives in Wales, or he did back then, but she hasn't had any luck finding him on Facebook yet. So she's trying her luck at making the, st- the, making the story go viral. She says she really wants to at least find him so they can get a good laugh out of it. If you uh, um, if you Google the story or Daniel Ford tattoo, uh, you can see a picture of the tattoo on her backside. Very nice backside. <laughs> Very nice tattoo. And there it is right there on her on her left butt cheek. Did you have any follow up from our story yesterday? We're talking about embarrassing stuff, cringeworthy stuff we did in school. And you were talking about walking around with someone's camera being paparazzi with the, the high school jocks or whatever. And you mentioned one of the guy's names. 
Sean got, Beatty. Was that the person we got a text message saying they, they think they know Sean Beatty? Someone lives, uh, apparently they live in my neighborhood and they're like, oh my gosh, my husband works with someone named Sean Beatty. But they spelled Sean differently. He, uh, he spelled his name a different way. Um, it was an unconventional way to spell Sean. It was with a U. You don't see the spelling with a oh, U wow, that no. often. Um, and, and I remembered that. Of course I remembered that because I <laughs> paparazzied his butt. Um, so yeah, and they were spelling it with a, the S-E-A N way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think it was the same one, but um, I did look him up on LinkedIn after we talked about it, and he's around. He's, oh, is he? <laughs> yeah, he's around. Sean Beatty's still around. <laughs> so embarrassing. <laughs> when you look on someone's LinkedIn profile, can you, can't they see you yeah, check it I out? Think, I think so. So oh. that's just going to get a little bit weirder now that he's going to be like, she's still, <laughs> still looking me up. Yeah, sorry about that. Taking pictures through social it, media it now. Was also, uh, it was all for show research. Sorry, Sean. It is Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes the morning. Mercedes, I got to tell you, I was devastated yesterday. I went in to get a shirt tailored. And I think the last time I had a shirt tailored was probably December. So it's been a couple months. So I go walking in with my shirt yesterday. I've been seeing Lydia for 10 years at least. I go walking in. The guy behind the counter is there. And I walk in there. And, and uh, Lydia is not at her normal spot. So, so I look at the guy. I'm like, is Lydia around? Is she here today? And he looks at me with his look on his face, like kind of shocked. And he goes, you haven't heard? I'm like, oh, no. So right there, my heart kind of stops for a second. I'm like, no, what? He goes, Lydia moved to Honduras. Oh, and for a second, like, oh, thank Hi, God, Lydia. For well, what he said, I thought for a second she had passed away. He said, "You haven't heard?" Like, oh no, what happened to Lydia? But yeah, she moved. So L- Lydia, who's been like my she, Lydia's been awesome. She's been like part of my life for the past ten years to go see her. She's so such a sweet woman. She moved to Honduras to be with some family, and I'm I'm happy for her. But you ever been in that situation where you have someone like your, your guy or your gal? You'd see maybe that favorite server at a restaurant or Starbucks, a barista that you love, and you go back there that one day, and poof, they're just gone. They moved on in their life or move somewhere else a, a part of you you lose a part of you when that happens that makes me sad yeah, when I like I get attached super attached to people like servers at restaurants or chefs at certain places and then you go in all excited to see them and you know you expect to be seated in their section and you're like hey yeah can we can we get a table in Kelly's section oh Kelly Kelly moved she she went um back home to San Diego what why didn't she call and tell me? Well, she doesn't know your number, first of <laughs> yeah, all. Right. Like, and what's she going to do? <laughs> Hi, it's Kelly uh, from the restaurant. I mean, like, <laughs> Wouldn't that be great, though? <laughs> hey, Mercedes, Kelly, it's your favorite restaurant. Just what you know, I'm leaving town. Uh, I mean, uh, I don't know what we expect for them to do, but I know exactly what you're talking about. It's so sad. I get, I, I feel so so traumatized when they leave and it just shows you how good some people are at their job when you feel like they're a part of your family, you know? Oh, absolutely. If you've been in that situation, who was it? Where was it? Who left? 702-364-9400. So he's telling me about Lydia. She's moved to be close with her family. There's a chance that she might come back. We'll see. And I'm like, okay. And after the conversation, I'm like, well, do we have, is there someone new here? Because so I have to get a shirt tailored. And he looks at me and he says, you want to go see Rosa? Like, oh, I do. He goes, yeah, but Rose is not at this store. Rose is at, at the other branch. I'm like, okay. And the other branch was close. So I went and I saw Rosa yesterday. I walked in there and I was nervous. I felt like I was starting a new relationship. I, you know, my expectations of Lydia and our relationship. And I walked in and Rosa was very, very sweet, very nice woman. But I walked in. I'm like, hi, I used to see Lydia. And they sent me over here to see Rosa. She's like, oh, I'm Rosa. I'm like, oh, nice to meet you. Hopefully this is the start of a wonderful friendship. Did you say that? No, no. Oh, gosh. <laughs> she's like, uh, she's, she's literally calling Lydia like, 
uh, tell me about this person because I'm getting weird vibes from him. <laughs> this guy has a lot of stuff to get tailored. Who is this guy? Tell me about him, Lydia. That's so funny. Yeah, it's just it's so funny because um, I think that everyone has like that go to person at a certain business that it's like their person. Um, I I remember the the girl, my barista at our Starbucks, that, and I don't. I used to go to Starbucks before the show every single morning, like religiously, and then I just started making my own coffee here but she was my girl lauren like i literally have watched her become a mother um she i watched her get married get engaged then i watched her get married now i watch her have a child we became facebook friends like i've watched her go through life and it all started with her making my coffee and i just absolutely adore her she is just like such a sweet person and it all started with her becoming my barista <laughs> i love her so much it's funny how you, you grow with this person through the years yeah. these attachments with people no. Well, I hope that Lydia enjoys being with her family in Honduras and that she brings some joy to someone down there like she brought to you up yes. here. <laughs> and let's see how things um, um, progress with Rosa. It was, a, it was a wonderful start with the first shirt. We'll see how things go. It's Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the Mornings, what's trending Woo! on Mix 94.1? Kylie Jenner is trending this morning. So she and Travis Scott are changing their baby's name. Kylie made a post to her Instagram stories yesterday that said her son will no longer go by the name Wolf. It said, FYI, our son's name isn't Wolf anymore. We just really didn't feel like it was him. Just wanted to share that because I keep seeing Wolf everywhere. She did not announce her baby's new name or whether his middle name of Jacques is also being uh, changed. But Wolf Webster is no more. Uh, They just, I guess they did. Felt like the name did not fit him for some reason. They made the change. Then we were talking about our names. So we, if we had different names based on what we looked like and what we thought of each other, I would be Kyle or Steve. What do we go with for me? Steve? Whichever Kyle? one you like the best. I think you had a multitude of names. Which did you like the best? I'll go with Steve. Steve, you're Steve. And Steph, you were? I'm Kendall. Kendall. And Mercedes was? Uh, I'd, Maria? I'd, I guess I'm Maria. Uh, Maria. Why not Sarah? Because uh, Sarah's are pretty, JC said, and <laughs> I was not pretty. <laughs> I wasn't meant that way. Let it go. Let it go. I was defending. I was just saying. There's you were. Sarah's you were. A beautiful person, as are you. I don't see you as a Sarah, though. Um, also, this morning, uh, Stir is trending. Stir is a new dating app that came out, and it's for single parents. I don't know why this didn't come out earlier. What a great idea. It launched yesterday, and it's the new online dating platform that's designed to meet the specific needs of single parents that are looking to date. It allows users to outline the time constraints of their parental demands in their profiles, and it lets them compare schedules with potential matches. So the app also lets single parents matched based on questions regarding personalities and values and even their parenting styles. But what a great idea, Uh Single parents finding single parents. Why didn't they do this before? Fit the lifestyle and everything. But you said earlier, too, what about someone that is single with no kids that's interested in dating someone that is, you know, that has that has some kids already? Yeah, but as ballpark. long as it's okay with, like, the single parent, if they're cool with it. But you're just going to have to understand that the single parent is going to have some obligations mm-hmm. and you're, n- you're not going to be, you know, first in their world, obviously. So 
I don't know. I just uh, I, I thought that was a, a pretty cool idea. So uh, Stir is the name of the app. We've had a lot of people texting about it. Um, it just came out. So you might want to give that a shot if you're if you're looking for love in that single parent world. I can't believe we didn't think of that app before. I know. I did. Why, why did <laughs> it take so long? Right there that no one thought of before. And then finally this morning, Cinnamon Toast Crunch is trending. I guess it was just a matter of time before the people at Cinnamon Toast Crunch realized toast was right there in their name because they just unveiled a new spreadable version. It's called Cinnamon Toast Crunch Creamy Cinnamon Spread. It comes in a jar. It looks just like peanut butter, but it tastes like the cereal. Now, you can get it at Kroger-based grocery stores, so that would be Smith's. Um, it hits Amazon later this month. This month, um, Their press release says it is perfect on toast, fruit, or as a dessert topping. It sounds incredible. They actually suggest keeping things simple and just eating it with a spoon straight out of a jar. Once again, it's out now, but you can wait till later in the month to get it on Amazon. And that is what's trending.